Hi everyone, welcome to this week's episode of the DoubleClutch.ca podcast. I'm your host, Nick, managing editor of this fine establishment, and I'm joined in studio by my co-hosts, Nathan and Imran. For those who might not be aware, we are a dedicated gaggle of gearheads that have been running this magazine for the better part of 10 years, more or less as an excuse to play with uh, all kinds of new cars. Nick, what have we got in the garage this week? Well, it is officially npc mobile season boys we (laughs) yeah brother (laughs) we got the 2023 subaru forester sport which is uh the vehicle that i have the keys to woohoo and um hey people really like those yeah but what is the sport part of it sport so (laughs) what what are are we sportsing at now so in the subaru world sport on the forester equals um black wheels and um i think i saw a red highlight on the grill yeah yeah and orange orange accents okay so we're up to black wheels we got some colored accents orange accents yep and, and um inside you have slightly different fabric it's like a it's like a kind of a gray uh checkered fabric on the seats and the door panels oh, yeah, um right. and some orange stitching nice that, that that's it Emory, and, what do you um, have this week <laughs> <laughs> so we also have uh actually before we get to mine we have ben in the ben is in the civic si this week which right. ostensibly it's it's a civic it's another npc mobile uh unfortunately he couldn't join us in studio um we, and imran you've got some of that have... genuinely blew us all away yeah I have a Buick Envision Avenir. So I always thought those Buick ads where you're like, is that a Buick? I thought those were a Buick. shit. (laughs) But that was, holy shit. How is that a Buick, man? I know. It looks really good, dude. Like, it's like, it's low and wide. It's got like nice squat hips. The thing looks terrific. Like, we're... (laughs) And we're we're not being sarcastic. Like I hope yeah. you understand that. Like yeah, we're actually, actually yeah. Thank not you for being spoiling sarcastic. that out. Like we're actually being completely genuine. Yeah. This thing is a very good looking little crossover. It's, yeah, it's thing. an attractive car uh, crossover. Uh, we have it in moon moonstone gray. Is that what we saw? Moonstone it was gray. Moon, it's actually a fantastic. Color. It looks great. Stone, yeah, it's like it's like a like a like a medium gray with like a high metallic content. It's kind of like it. It's not the same thing, but it reminds me of. Um, like the Aston Silver a little bit. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> like there's a little bit of that. Adi's probably yeah. not gonna like Adi's probably not gonna <laughs> like that. But uh, um, but yeah, it's a nice color. Uh, you mentioned the IS three hundred taillights, the sort of clear lenses that it has yeah. in the back. Yeah. Um, but like for for those listening who might not be aware, it's not just IS three hundred tacky tails. Yeah. Like it's like smoked clear lenses mm-hmm. with like no yeah. red in them. Like yeah. they, they actually look terrific. Attractive. Uh, and we were shocked when we were um, getting out of the thing and locked it or sorry unlocked it there's like uh audi-esque light sequences going on uh the the, the headlight treatment's really nice sorry nick you were gonna say did you say audi well i mean a little bit audi 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 oh audi Audi. i say audi (laughs) what's the actual right way audi is it audi it's audi i don't know we should ask a german person we should ask a german person should we have a bit as a German person, like just like once a week? Audi. <laughs> just gonna say it angrily. Audi. You're probably right, but yeah, I'm not gonna change. <laughs> okay, anyway, fair enough. You do you, man. I think like the headlight sequence thingamajig is actually a little nicer than the Audi. Um, <laughs> yes. Because like it like slowly lights up like 
the high beam and then the inner turn signal and then the low beam. Like it's kind of like a cascade of light. It like lights up really nice. Like it's a nice detail effect that GM is not normally great at. Which you you just don't see on on average priced vehicles. Yeah, and yeah. this one is right. There, mm. There's a surprising amount of thoughtful and clever design that went into the envision and i'm i'm pleasantly surprised it's so nice like like nick you and i were talking about this when we were out in it and like gms are usually like pretty mm-hmm. well engineered they're well pretty mm-hmm. well thought out mm-hmm. they're generally pretty well put together they drive pretty well they're like they're pretty like a solid eight out of ten across the board um where they miss is like fine details and this hits yeah. that yeah, yeah. I, I don't like every time i'm in a gm car i always kind of notice some gmness mm-hmm. and um some of it's good, like we talked about, I think, last week, how yeah. most GM cars are, their baseline is pretty damn good. Um, but there's always like, oh, those buttons are really Fisher-Price plasticky yeah. or or what have you. This doesn't have very much of that at all. Yeah. The center console is nice. The screen is nice. I, yeah. I like GM's I like the way UI. it's canted towards the driver. Like the, Bu- the Buick UI, the Buick v- version of that UI mm. in particular looks nice. Yeah, like, I think it looks good. The, the yeah. gauges are uh, a mix of analog and digital, but the analog gauges, like I like, it's a really mm-hmm. clean white light. We were talking about that. Were, like you and I were talking uh, about that. We're like, it looks like a nice watch face. Like premium. I like, yeah. yeah. Like I like an analog gauge, yeah. like a nice analog gauge. And like they, and that's just the GM thing. They've a had of, analog gauges for a long time. They still do, but like they've managed to fill out the space in between the gauges with like a nice yeah. screw that actually occupies the whole space. It's not just like someone stuck a Game Boy in between two gauges now. Yeah. And, and even in, and even in, a lot of newer GMs, they still use that same kind of like Euro style uh, typeface and the green backlighting, mm-hmm. and and a lot of the 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 newer stuff too. Um, it makes a lot of their newer vehicles feel dated, um, especially if you've grown up around GMs. Such yeah, as, such as yeah, myself, like a lot of Chevys do that still. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. But the the Envision's cluster is a white backlight. Has a yeah. different font too. It's very crisp, very very yeah. modern, and mm-hmm. the screen in the middle, as you guys mentioned, takes up the the the, the pretty much the entire space between the yeah, the, like, uh, like, like the it's, it's nicely gauges. integrated. It looks like it's floating, yeah. as opposed to like a dedicated cutout little screen. Yeah, if that makes any sense. Yeah, it looks like so the the gauge cluster is like most of like we're I was in the Equinox last week. Is it Equinox or Equinox, Nick? <laughs> again, again, I will not change. But, but um. <laughs> I was in the. What did I just say? Equinox or Equinox? I said Equinox. I, think I, said I was Equinox. in the Equinox last yeah. week, and um, it had the analog gauges. Uh, I didn't like them. I mm-hmm. I, uh, I felt like they felt outdated and old in the Buick here. Although the the layout is similar, um, it feels like it's on purpose. It's just nicer. It yeah. feel, no, but it mm-hmm. also feels it. It doesn't feel like oh, we didn't give you the digital. Sc- Right, yeah. mm-hmm. it feels like this is what we wanted to give you yeah like i love how the 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 needles are like this crisp white like yeah it looks so cool yeah um and then like you're saying this the the screen in the middle it's like it's actually fills out the res. space yeah because like, yeah. i've seen like color, a bunch like yeah. i've had like a bunch of gm presses where like the screen is just like a small rectangular screen yes. with a very obvious bezel stuck between the mm-hmm. two gauges whereas this is like the nice floating multi-con like multi i don't know what it's called free form kind of screen yeah or it just looks yeah. like it's supposed to be there. It's not just stuck in. Yeah, it doesn't like I. It doesn't feel like a parts sharing vehicle. Yeah, uh, which is a very GM thing typically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, even the auto climate, uh, sorry, the climate control. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was very attractive. It's, yep. it's nice. A lot of Buick um, stuff is like surprisingly bespoke feeling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like to like in, in a lot of ways, it's like better than a lot of Cadillacs. Like like Buicks are nice vehicles. If you just want a comfy like stylish whatever car, like they're. Perfect. 
perfect. Yeah, I, I would actually argue that this interior is a little bit nicer than the X-T5 that really? I had. I think, mm -hmm. so. I think so. Well, the X-T5 is also a pretty dated product, too. I yeah. think it went like 2015, 2016, yeah, I, or, I think or thereabouts. We had the 23, and it's It's now redesigned, yeah. I think, for 24. Yeah. Um, but I'd say this, yeah, this Avenir was, or sorry, the Envision was uh, a nicer interior. Do you also screw up Buick names? Because, like, I think it happened to me eight times a day where I screwed up. Like, what did I have last year? Was it an Enclave, an Avenir, an Envision? No, Avenir's a trend. Did I have an Enclave, an Envision, a, a Encore? Yeah, yeah. Like, like, yeah. This with E. Yeah, I get yeah. the naming scheme, but, like, yo. Like, no, it's, <laughs> it's killing. And, like, this is very typical, like, auto journalism, like, stupid shit to complain about garbage where, like, we complain about alphanumeric names and everything. Yep. And now Buick goes, well, here's some, like, names with Actual letters names. and junk, and we're bitching about mixing that up. Like, there's just no winning. Yeah, but it doesn't, like, it doesn't have are to be. Are we this smarmy? Are it, we this, are we bad yes. people? Are we yeah, the we're idiots. Are we the baddies? Well, I, I'm old man yelling at Cloud, but, um, no, it, it's, it's, I'm all for having actual names instead of the whole alphanumeric thing. Yeah. But Buick is like, yes, it's Envision, it's Encore, and Vista, I think. Um, oh, that's right, they have that they're, too. They're just, yeah. they're, they're all so close. Mm -hmm. um, we need the, what do you call it, Acura Legend and Acura Vigor, Viger. I feel like I, I feel I feel so panicky now when I'm saying these these, <laughs> these titles because Nick's going to correct me. It's pronounced Envision. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we need those kind of names back. So you can't unique. see, but I'm staring like hostilely. <laughs> hostilely. That's yeah, a word now. Why can't we work uh, today? It's all a turkey. But yeah, I mean, going. Viger? <laughs> Whatever. I don't know. I don't um, know, man. But yeah, the, the Envision was really surprised. Envision. Envision. It was really surprising. It's an Envision, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, so what's on the hood? Two liter, four cylinder? Yeah. Some nine, sort? Nine, yeah. Nine, nine speed, speed auto. auto. Yeah. Um, the nine speed is surprisingly good. Yeah. Far yeah. enough quick shifts when, mm. when, quick, quick when, and seamless, when yeah. afford it. Um, unobtrusive, the four cylinder is, what, 228 horsepower? Um, was it I thought it was 290. Oh, we should probably look this up. I was looking. We should up, probably look this I, up. I was looking up. I was looking at the spec sheet um, just before. Okay, you're probably looking at it more recently. We'll go with 228. Yeah. Um, so a bit down on power compared to like some of its com some of its com c competitors. Um, did kind of feel like it fell flat on space on, on on the highway a little bit when you started to like rev it out. Yeah, it did kind of like run out of breath at like higher RPMs. Yeah, that's that's fair. But I think, but I also think, like, who cares? Yeah, yeah, like the in and around town, like it it feels gutsy enough. Yeah, um, rides well. You're lacking. Rides yeah. very well. And even uh, even it's uh, sport mode versus normal. Like the steering weighs up nicely. Yeah, um, yeah. Like it, it's it's pretty solid. It's just a good product. It's just really good. Like it, 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 it like it rides really well, but it's not just like you and I were talking about this. It's not just a floaty boat. Like it's like well controlled. Yeah. But like an excellent compromise between like body control and comfort. Like mm -hmm. it's they just they did their homework on yeah, this. Yeah, exactly. It's really nice. Yeah, it's not like you it's like this ultra soft suspension where it's um, you know, when you're braking it's like diving and going to flip yeah. over. It's like nothing like that, but it's still super comfortable and has some level of competence to it. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm very impressed, uh, with it. And, um, we were actually, I was out in the, f uh, the Forrester presser, uh, behind you guys in the, in vision. And, uh, I was looking at it. Wait, we had a Forrester this week? 
No, Frank, Frank. I'm just, I'm t- What are we in? What is that Subaru that I just drove? It's a Forester. Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. Is it the Sport? Yeah. <laughs> that's the one with the black wheels and the colored accents. Yeah, right? that's the one. Oh. Were we talking about that a couple weeks ago? Oh, good. That was like a couple hours ago. Really? Yeah. Oh, shit. Anyway, sorry, you were saying. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, looking at that Envision, um, yeah, I just, I kept thinking, I'm like, damn, that's a good looking little crossover. Yeah. Like, surprisingly good looking. Like, yeah. that's like just the right proportions, low and wide. Like, yeah. Yeah. What, what really surprised me, and it's not the sense that I got uh, looking at it uh, directly, but I was very surprised to see, despite its, despite its roofline and haunches and, yeah. uh, and, and curves it's actually surprisingly roomy as well yeah you uh you did the backseat test i did i had more than enough space to park my feet under the seat i had more than enough knee room and i actually had a lot of headroom considering it had a panoramic sunroof yeah yeah very surprising cargo space too it's a it's a good vehicle actually i actually looked at the numbers uh prior to recording i'm i'm very surprised to learn that it's Maybe within a couple of inches all around, uh, compared to the Lexus NX, which is the other uh, NPC mobile that Nathan constantly fawns over. It was good. What do you want me to say? It was good. good. So, was it? Is it better than? Is it gooder? I yeah. don't know if it's. <laughs> it might be gooder. Here's the thing. I think the Lexus was like marginally gooder. I don't know that it's gooder enough to justify the. Eight nine thousand yeah. dollar price delta for a comparably equipped vehicle. Yeah, yeah. That's significant. So like, yeah. So at the price point uh, that the Envision tops the Envision Avenir tops out at, you're basically looking at a base ish NX three fifty, mm-hmm. or even the NX two hundred, which still has the two fifty two fifty, which still has the Rav fours normally aspirated two and a half liter four cylinder it's like 200 yeah. horsepower in that oh, yeah. big yeah. ass thing um or a base ish if not somewhat well equipped um an x350f yeah. sport and like this so Buick, there's a, yeah there, there's a surprising value proposition to yeah. the envision as well and the thing is like this buick has like heads up and adaptive cruise yeah. and yeah. piano and like massaging seats right um and like all that stuff is money in an nx oh yeah does the nx have massaging seats I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, Mine didn't. I, I don't think it does. I know the heads-up display on the NX is locked. Uh, it's locked behind like the, the premium pack options yeah. or something like that. And yeah. That's like seven grand. Oh yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. yeah, I, I yeah, I I think I would go with this one. It's it's yeah, it's it's with the Buick. It's it's a hard sell. It's, it's it really just comes back to and we circle back around to oh my god I can't believe that's a Buick. <laughs> I, I honestly knows that that thing like that name they, has a connotation. They got they got it right. They got it right. Yeah, right? I remember they do all those commercials where like the Buick yeah. shows up to yeah. these fancy. It's so they're so stupid. And, and yeah, you're always like ah, it's Buick. Yeah, okay. Like and now yeah, you're right. kind of like. No, but actually, yeah. But also like yo, as dumb as they were, we are still talking about them. Yeah, that's a good ad. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's nice. It's uh, it's nice. So you would, at factoring in price, it's hard to say. So I didn't love the NX three fifty F Sport we had because I think the options put mm-hmm. it out of a sensible price bracket. Like right. that made sense in my head. The relatively base but still really well equipped NX four fifty P have I had was right. terrific. At like sixty five, I still think that's a great value. It's all a solid fifteen grand more than the Envision. Yep. Uh, no, the Envision was what? 
50. The Envision Avenir, because like the Avenir is yeah, like yeah, the top, top skew. Spec. Yeah, we spec'd it out. Yeah. yeah, and it was like 51, too, I think. 51. Roughly, yeah. yeah. Just ju- yeah. just over 50. Yeah, but it also comes back to like, okay, that PHEV is not cheap. The battery pack, the motors yeah, are yeah. not cheap, right? And the added performance that comes with that is worth something. Sure. Right? There is yeah. more going on there, right? Yeah, so yeah. like between a comparably equipped Buick versus the Lexus, I think I take the Buick. But I still mm-hmm. think that NXP has is like one of the best NPC mobiles on the market. That's terrific. Yeah, but you'd be you'd scrounge all your coins from your couch and make that happen, or you? I save actually that have money. fifteen grand on my couch right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a four thousand pound couch with eight million tunies in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Time to buy a shit box. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, and I actually, well, next week I I have the the Corsair. Yeah. I have you. I have dri- I've never driven one. I don't remember. Oh, you got a Corsair next week. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. And it's a direct competitor. It is. And yeah. I was also looking at the Corsair when I was like a when I was when I was uh, kind of comparing the specs between the Envision and the Corsair. Yeah. And like even compared to the Corsair. They're they're surprisingly close in dimensions, right? And you don't get that sense because the the Corsair feels a lot more, feels a lot taller and more upright. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm. I thought I thought yeah. it was I thought it was a bigger vehicle as as well. The yeah. Corsair apparently it's not within like yeah. height no, width. The Corsair is pretty it's pretty small. I I thought it looked small. I I liked the one, so I had one last year. I really liked it. Yeah, um, but like my test car was I think fifty eight, and like. Granted, the Corsair is like it's made with really nice materials. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of really nice stuff in it. There's a lot of like nice little attention to detail. It had a much more aggressive powertrain. Like the mm-hmm. thing booted. Right. Oh, yeah. Um, so like you weren't getting nothing for the extra money. Like the thing was really well put together. It's, it is the best mm-hmm. Ford Escape you could buy. Yeah. It's, it's magnificent. <laughs> How's like anything <laughs> built on the Escape's platform that isn't the Escape actually better than the Escape? Right. Like it's. The I'm, Escape I'm, is a starting point. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, but like the bones of the escape are what we're using here, and like right. the bones are fantastic. But when you put an escape on top of the escape bones, it's just the most. F- <laughs> I just think it's rather forgettable, and I don't appreciate <laughs> it. Whereas like the Bronco Sport is good. The Maverick. The Maverick is uh-huh. phenomenal. Amazing. I think the Maverick's more different. I think that's based on the. Is it based on the escape? I thought it was the it next is. gen Ranger platform. No, it's a, it. it oh, you know wow. the Bronco's it, next gen escape. Ranger. It's the it's the escape flat platform. Right. Okay. So there you go. The Maverick is amazing. Yep. Uh, the Corsair is great, and then the Escape itself is also there. Is an Escape. Yeah. It is <laughs> so, like peak and car. <laughs> so I think that was the Equinox. The Equinox was. Oh, that was that like the an, Anist car. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, it is a vehicle. <laughs> um, but going back to that uh, Corsair, I keep wanting to call it an Avenir first of all, for the Buick, but um, the Envision, and from what you recall of the Corsair, mm-hmm. how do you compare them? The Corsair did, from what I recall, from last year, so like yeah. take this with a boulder of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, it rode a little softer, mm-hmm. the powertrain's a little quieter, it had more pep when you actually wanted to lean on it. Yeah. The sound system was on another planet. What like, what oh my god! What is so Lincoln? What is Lincoln? What, I forget what Lincoln's is off the top of my head. Rebel? Yeah, Some Rebel. System? That's yeah. what it was. In oh, my right. fucking like, yeah, like, incredible. Yeah, definitely one of the best in the industry. Okay, yeah, there, there's they, lots of like nice sure. little like touches. Like the yeah. leathers are softer. Like lots yeah. of like stupid little stuff yeah. that like a lot of people wouldn't sweat. Right. But, like the proof is in the pudding. It yeah. is a oh, nice vehicle. Um, when you're talking about sound system, the Buick has the Bose, and it is very Bosey. 
No highs, no lows. Uh, Must be bows. Yeah, very, very much so. Although I've been in a couple of recent pressers where the bow systems are like decent, but this yeah. one is very much like the base gets all muddied because you know it's like cutting off the frequencies. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was very much prototypical bows. Yeah. Well, I think very few bow systems are actually bows. It's just they're lending their name. Yeah. Yeah. I come, mean, come that's think most, mm-hmm. most automotive sound systems are like that. Just yeah. licensing the name. Yeah. I think I think there's a separation like Bose is farmed out, but Bose Premium is actually Bose. I think uh, I don't know. This may be interesting. I don't know what corner my ass I'm yanking this out of. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, the XT5 had the Bose uh, Performance Series. That's what they call it. Right. right? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Performance okay. Series. Yeah. Um, and that was pretty good. Still not like yeah. incredible. I didn't think it was phenomenal, but it's decent. Um, but yeah, the Buicks was definitely a also rebrand. There. Mm-hmm. Yes, very much so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then uh, I also commented, this was very random, but um, the steering wheel was like surprisingly sports car small. And yeah, I kind of like that. Small and thin rimmed. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm over like. I'm, I'm over phallic th- steering wheels. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> As a BMW guy, you don't like the thick, girthy steering wheel? I will have you know wheel? that my own BMW has a very thin little steering wheel. <laughs> oh, I can't say that anymore. I'm a BMW guy. Yeah. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Disqualified. I like. I refuse to acknowledge it. (laughs) Even though, even though I love that, that three twenty is great. Yeah, it's (laughs) a great little car. Yeah, but no. Well, I mean, even my leap, even my E thirty nine M five came with the. So it's a two thousand, but it came with the, the two thousand one plus steering wheel. Yeah, I don't like it. I kind of want to go back to the pre LCI wheel. It's too phallic. Didn't we? Didn't I like offer you a pre LCI wheel, like with like the giant like. Michelin Man. Yeah, I still bag. have it. I haven't gotten around to installing it because I can't figure out how to get the my my Torx screwdriver into that. Oh, there's like a little doohickey, and you put the doohickey in the thing, and then it goes click, and then the oh, thing pops the, off, the and then you just undo the other thing. Oh, okay, and Perfect. then it, it's, yeah. it's really yeah. easy. I don't no. know what your problem is. Clear as coal. Yeah, clear yeah. as coal. Yeah. Um, but we digress. Um, yeah, the the there's just a lot that the Envision does right, and it's very surprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also um, am a big fan of GM's um, butt massage warnings. Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I was away from the mic like, yeah, uh, sure, yeah. I'll just play along. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. That's, that's probably not the, interesting. That's probably not no, the technical no, no, term. Nobody's right, like, because like, it'll vibrate the seat. Right? Yeah. Like, that's a GM thing. It'll vibrate the seat for, like, lane change warning or whatever, yeah. right? Like, yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, like, that's a good cue because it's hard to miss that. Yeah, and I, don't, I, I have to double check to see if the buick does but i remember in the xt5 i swear it did like the left side or the right side yeah, yeah. no that, that's a gm thing like <laughs> yeah, yeah if, if like you're changing lanes or something there it'll warn you or for, for like, like cross track it's cross traffic alerts it'll do that like it, it's yeah, a good it's system like le- left cheek right cheek yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's a big departure over the over subaru's eyesight system because that just doesn't fucking stop beeping at you <laughs> yeah reach out and touch someone <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, I, I, I actually like that. I think it's, I think it's quite intuitive overall. Yeah, the, um, yeah, it's, it's really smart. Um, I thought it was a Cadillac only thing, but turns out they're doing it like yeah. across the board. It was in the Equinox. It was, it's in the Buick. Yeah, um, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, the Subaru Eyesight stuff. Yeah, uh, I didn't. Ex- I find Eyesight in general works well. Um, you know, the adaptive, the adaptive cruise is responsive enough. It has, it, it. It doesn't slam on the brakes. Yeah. It doesn't. Um, it doesn't jolt your 
it doesn't jolt you in the lower back as you as you accelerate it doesn't um it doesn't slam on the brakes again when you come too close to a curb or a car is crossing your path but it beeps a lot like every time you have the adaptive cruise going and literally someone changes into your lane at a safe distance in front of you it still beeps at you like telling you to brake it not even that it just beeps to notify you that a car has entered your <laughs> your path it also beeps when when the car in front of you changes lanes out of your lane does it also slam on the brakes for you I haven't gotten to to that point, but I imagine but like, it does beep so all and the slam on the like, brakes. Do they slam on the brakes for you? Possibly. Yeah. No, but so but you're saying so it's just most, like it's just it's letting just, you know. It's like there's no action required, but no, no action required. But it's like a helicopter parent. It lets you know when something is in front of you. That's probably that's the, what I have the window. That's what I have the windows for. That's probably the Toyota influence. <laughs> Toyotas aren't bad like that, though. No, no Toyota yells at what, you for everything. Well, it yells at you for everything, but the adaptive cruise on its own, does you it, just let it do its thing. Does it yell at you when a car at, that changes lanes in front of you? <laughs> I don't know. I just I just know that Toyota seatbelt chime gives me nightmares. Um, and I do wear my seatbelt. I'm just saying. Seatbelt chime gives me nightmares. Um, but I, I remember in the RZ, the Lexus, it's, it's uh, adaptive cruise. I was actually very impressed, though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I yeah. think the last Subaru Presser I had was there was a Legacy GT or something. I don't know. I thought all that stuff worked fine. It 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 works fine. Or maybe I just like learned to tune out the bring chime yeah. that they all that yeah. they do for everything. <laughs> Once you tune out the yeah. chimes, which is kind of counterintuitive for a driver assist system like Adaptive Cruise or Blind Spot Warnings, it works relatively well. I wonder if it's one of those things where like they set it up to be kind of obnoxious. It's it sort of in the same sense where it's like, if you have a really good IT guy in your office, like if he's really good, you probably won't notice he's doing anything because he's really good at everything. <laughs> yeah, smoothly, sure. Right. So what the Subaru is doing is like, yo, I'm doing stuff so you can see me working. This is what you paid for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if that's like part of the influence. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I get I get where you're coming from, yeah. but I just think it's just poor. Because like I noticed, like on like and decision yeah. on like some yeah. of like the more economy oriented brands, like they're a little more chirpy. Whereas on like the the fuck enormous BMW seven sixty had last week, it did not bother you unless you like you were currently on fire. Yeah. Well, well, well. That's because the that's because the 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 seven series wants you to drop like a douchebag. Yeah. The car's really good. <laughs> but we digress. Um, yeah, aside from the eyesight system, which which functions well, but it's still kind of like a hel- helicopter parent, the Forester is actually a pretty decent NPC mobile. It does show its age inside, but considering where the rest of Subaru's lineup is going with that massive um, portrait-oriented touchscreen and, and tablet, the non-physical yeah. controls, um, the Forester is kind of like the good kind of old, which is kind of what we talked about last week. Wait, so does the Forester still have like the dual screen thingy, or what? Like, it has I the honestly didn't even look in the Forester. Yeah, like the same as every other STI style with like the the little right at the top of the dash. There's like that little screen. Oh, so it's, yeah, it has still got the dual screen thing. Yeah, uh, but, but then it also has the the uh, the eight eight point eight. I, I think I think it's an I think it's an eight point eight. Maybe I should go drive this dash. Thing. 
and it also has three knobs for climb controls. Okay. And buttons. Okay. I just kind of, honestly, like, maybe, okay, I was being a bad journalist. I just wrote the thing off as every other Subaru. But it is kind of every other Subaru. Like, it's, it's, I, I don't know, well, something about it, it's, it's, uh. Before like, the Impreza and, and Crosscheck were redesigned, it was, it was essentially the same interior as the Impreza WRX. Yeah. And the Crosstrek and the Fortune. They, yeah. All four of those cars had the same interior. Hmm. Yeah, because every Subaru press car I've been in has been exactly the same. Like, barring a few yeah. small details. Like, yeah. the same general layout, the same UI, the same, yeah. like, everything. So I just assumed, like, you and I had this conversation when we were in the Buick. Like, should yeah. I drive the Forester? Is it, does it steer like this? Does it handle like this? Does it sound like this? Does it feel like this? Okay, good. Got well, it. Like, well, <laughs> well, I mean, that's exactly the thing. The Forester does feel like every other Subaru in the sense that, you know, it it cut it. It kind of does sound le- le- like a tractor when you ring it out. Yeah, very much so. But then again, what other four-cylinder, normally aspirated four-cylinder shitbox no. sounds good? No, but at least, like, okay, they may not sound good, but the Subaru sounds bad. It, it In in their quest to be more <laughs> like Toyota and, like, tune out, like, the inherent kind of thrumminess of the boxer yeah. engine, yeah. it's still there. It's just lost its personality, so now it's just kind of bad. Yeah, it just... It, like, just... it doesn't sound egregious to me. It sounds le- like any other RAV4, CRV, Rogue that And that below, like, out. three grand, you're 100% correct. And yeah, then above yeah. that, it's, it's... Yeah, it really feels like... like it's, yeah, it's, it's like, please, sir, stop. Maybe it's <laughs> like the Toyota it's influence, because, just... like, Toyota's, Toyota 4 bangers are also, like, really yeah. flashy at higher yeah. RPMs. Yeah. Maybe. But yeah, I've never, I've never enjoyed that noise. Yeah. Um, and like, it's noise. It's not sound. Yes. It's just noise. Yeah. Th- yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's what it is. You disagree? I don't disagree. <laughs> but maybe that's because, like, you know, I kind of come from Subarus as well. So like, my dad's owned two of them. So like, I, I guess I'm kind of used to that, that kind of graininess, that thrashiness when you rub them out. Um, yeah, me too. But, like, yeah. But, like, I, I grew up, like, I spent a lot of time playing with, like, my buddy's, like, Bug Eye WRX. Okay, like, well, that's I'm a WRX. Yeah, that's No, but that's the thing. thing, though. Like, like the Subaru Boxer has a very distinct sound. Whether you like it or not is a separate conversation, but the bottom line is it had a very distinct sound, and they would lean into that, and now they're hmm. trying to tune it out, but it's still there. It's mechanically impossible to <laughs> circumvent. And they've just tried really hard to tune it out, so they've tuned all the personality out of it without tuning out the fact that it still exists <laughs> hey i don't know i had a 15 brz um that thing sounds like a fucking tractor when you yeah when but, you ring it out hey man i had a but it's supposed to like I, that kind of works yeah but i had a it was an nvidia nvidia exhaust uh and uh unequal length headers and i thought it sounded great <laughs> yeah those things sound good i i like the box with rumminess yeah it sounds great but the forester no or even like the I'm wrx perhaps. we had a little while ago it's just it just sounds like a normal four banger, just kind of weird, weirder. Yeah, but the the WRX was at least um, it was at least quieter than the Forester, I f- if I recall. Really? Yeah, I thought I thought so. I think it was it was like like a it felt smoother um, and a little bit quieter. Like this Forester, I thought it was I thought it was quite thrashy. And like when you ring it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you yeah. ring it out, like. Yeah. 
This Forester is naturally aspirated, right? It is, yeah. It's so I think it, that's probably a big chunk of it, too. Yeah, yeah. Just, the turbo it, just, it, it just is working harder. Yeah, the turbo yes. kind of smooths things out. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that probably has a lot to do with it, yeah. It rides well enough. I mean, you know, it's it it it's cushy. It has just the right amount of float on the highway. Mm. Um, steering is light. It's just easy to live with. Yeah, a lot of yeah, space. It's just easy. Yeah. High, high easy roof line. Like, I'm sure the rear yeah. passenger uh, Oh, dude, you can great. see everything um, out of that thing. Yeah. What's the price? What's the price? Uh, mid-30s. So it tops out about 35 yeah. and, and, and change. And that's the thing. I, I tend to keep forgetting about Subarus. For some reason, I keep assuming they're expensive because yes. they're a very in-demand brand. But but they can't not. keep enough on the showroom floor. And part of that is because they're cheap. I shouldn't say cheap. Cheap's a bad word. They're really aggressively priced. They're actually yeah. a great value. For all the shit we might talk about them being kind of dull or, or whatever else, they are excellent, safe, well-built, like good commuter cars. They don't offer a lot for guys like us, yeah. but they're good cars. Yeah. Like I had a, a legacy wagon. The Outback. wagons now, my bad. No, Outback. That's yeah, right. The Outback. Are they not this... Never mind, forget Still it. Like I'm going to sound ignorant. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I had like a relatively basic spec Outback yeah, right. um, over the Christmas break last year. And like I was like not fond on it. Like, I don't know, man. For this much money, it should do this. This feels kind of plain. Nah, 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 nah. And, I, and I go to write the review and I actually look it up because it was Christmas break and it wasn't working. Um, it's like, oh my God, this thing was 38 grand. Holy shit. I thought it was 50. All of a sudden, like this thing's pretty <laughs> good for, like, for what it is. Like, okay, it's huge, lots of room, great visibility. It drives fine. Yeah. Is it, it, it's easy. Is it it just s- shrugs off snowstorms. Like, okay, oh, yeah. this is good. Like, dude, in the winter, like su- most Subarus, even like even the normally aspirated four cylinder CVT ship boxes yeah. are otherworldly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they're, they're just impervious to weather. Yeah, it just yeah. doesn't happen to them. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. their that's their yeah. claim to fame, right? Yeah, like, and it's not um, a, and it's not a gimmick, like they're legit about it. And, and like it, I think the way they set up, they're like kind of numb, loosey goosey, like steering. Yeah, leans into that. Yeah, because right. it feels exactly the same on hot, dry pavement or through three feet of snow. Exactly the <laughs> yeah. same. Fair and enough. I think that's part of like why they set it up the way they do. Yeah, is it is the does the Forester when we talked about the WRX a few yep. weeks ago? Uh, we talked about the sweet spot being sort of. Uh, closer to the base model or the mid one, because yeah. um, then it jumps up in price. Is this Forester? Where does it? Where is it in the pecking order of so Forester? the Sport is? Uh, I could be. I'm. I'm. We 90, just got these cars today, guys. So we haven't done our homework yet. <laughs> I'm ninety five percent certain it's one trim below, two trims below fully loaded. Actually, okay. because now we, because now you have the uh, wilderness as well. Uh, so I'm pretty sure it goes uh, from from base. It goes uh, base, convenience, sport, which is like right in the middle, and then you have the wilderness, and then at, at the very top is the premier. Right. Okay. Um, so, so fully mid spec, but but it's actually pretty well equipped for a mid spec 35k crossover. Fully mid. Yes. Is that which like I the Subaru tagline? Fully mid. <laughs> uh, if you're a Gen Z uh, marketing we're, intern, then yes, it's fully mid. We're the best at being average. <laughs> That's a great tagline, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's reasonably well equipped for a fully mid spec uh, trim level. It's got automatic climate control. It's got a big sunroof. Okay, um, adaptive headlights. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Heated seats. Yes, it does. We good. Honestly, nice. for an NPC mobile, for a 35k NPC mobile that people 
don't care about the thrashiness of the boxer yeah. force. It's safe. It engine. feels safe. Yeah. It's impervious to weather, and you can put stuff and people in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. And hey, how many cars can you get under 40K now? Right? Like, like that, that's the thing. That's the thing I keep Re- forgetting well about Subarus. As well? They're actually very well priced. They're, yeah. they're good cars. For like, all the shit we talk, they're actually really good. Yeah, cars. I keep in mind, like, the Civic Sport Touring I had. Yeah. Uh, fantastic car. But yep. I'm pretty sure it was. I mean, yeah, it was like knocking on great, 45 like, or something, right? Yeah, it was, I know. I think no, it was like Integra. 40-ish. 40-ish. Yeah. It was okay, like 39 but like a, and change yeah, or something. Kind of like, absurd for a Civic when you really that's think right, about it. That's right, yeah. The Integra is like 45. That's yeah. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, this is great value yeah. for what it is. Surprisingly so. Yeah. Fair enough. Pretty good. What else? Anything else we have? No, nothing else. Uh, it's crossover season. Yeah, like, you guys were warning me about this. Yeah, uh, I started the in team, the bro. I started in the summer it's and not so bad. was was told about crossover. Season. I mean, like for for the problem is is that for this time of year and throughout the winter, crossovers are kind of perfect. And I yep. hate to say it, yep. they're easy to live with. They're easy to get in and out. They're all all wheel drive. They're all kind of not bad. Like certain ones, like. The Forester I have this week are impervious to any sort of weather. Yeah, I don't think there's any sadists in the press fleets that will spec them without heated seats or steering wheel. Like, so you um, do you guys winter? Uh, yeah, what cars do you winter actually? How's that? Press cars. Yeah, press cars. Yeah, yeah. But do you ever do you have your own cars that you winter at all? Oh, did you ever? Behind. Did you ever? Did you ever winter the Miata? Are did you, you ever winter not? a Miata? No. Okay, so my first car, black and tan and B Miata, I did winter that. Okay. Uh, and it shows. Fun as hell. Um, but yeah, upon reun- reuniting with the car a couple of times over the years, it definitely did show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no um, in terms of, no, I my I store my current NA, um, but up until last year, uh, I did... Um, I did winter both my wife's Mark 7 GTI, well, our daily Mark's Mark 7 GTI, and uh, and my Lee Behind, which was my part-time Lee Behind, a 97 RAV4 Coupe. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, uh, historically, I have, I, I'm probably going to get a bunch of fans and a bunch of haters for yep. for these next comments, but uh, I have wintered in NA, NA1 NSX before. Okay. Winter tires. Yes, guys. That's winter, pretty sweet. Winter, winter tires and all. It's yep. aluminium. That a boy do it. Um, yeah. I wintered an AP2 S2000. Ooh. Um, I've wintered... I wintered my Boxster for a year or two, the first year, couple years that I had Yo, it. Yo, Porsches don't rust. They, no, Porsches great. do not rust. <laughs> um, they have the absolute best corrosion protection in the industry by a mile. They do yeah. not rust, and they have not rusted for decades. And They're the thing incredible. Is, and the thing is, like, you think it doesn't make sense, but a lot of these sports cars that are mid-engine, yeah. they actually do great yeah. in the The winter. same thing that makes them handle really yeah. well on, on yeah. dry pavement makes them handle great on snow and ice. Like, also, fantastic. They, yeah. Also, they have tight cabins, so they warm up really quickly. Yeah, very. Much. I, I remember the S two thousand. Yeah, in like seconds. Well, my my Miata was that was like that too, and so was the Rav four Coupe, because they were so tiny. Like well, they didn't have heated seats or a heated steering wheel. Yeah, but, that but was they well heat up so time. fast because yeah. it's just a cute little fun size engine, and it heats up so quick it doesn't yeah. matter. And like the heater output is like obnoxious, like to yeah. the point where it's uncomfortable if you just have it cranked, set in your face. Like, well, well, Nathan, we were talking earlier today when you had to drop off the 7 Series last night, and you had to take your Beetle back home. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's your winter car. Yeah, that's my right? winter car. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that is a cold-blooded bastard of a car. <laughs> <laughs> like, I ran that thing with no fan whatsoever, like, for two weeks through a heat wave in August last year. Oh, no, thank you. And it was fine. <laughs> 
<laughs> like that thing is frozen. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, definitely adding some heat and seats to that thing. But otherwise, wonderful little car. You, you I assume you're slapping on winters on the E39 M5. Uh, no? Yes. So I actually had the privilege of testing out the heat, the heat, the heated seats of that thing last night, and holy shit! Even on the the mid setting, it was still burning my ass. Like. That's some strong ass heated seats know, in that thing. You can also just get used to not having them. Like last year, like so, I, I got like my five thirty five. For those listening, I, I bought myself an eighty six BMW five thirty five i. Right before, second, by second, <laughs> right before Christmas, um, and I was psyched to have it. So I drove it through most of the winter. I kept oh, it. Did like, you? Yes. <laughs> Between December and May, I put six thousand kilometers on it, despite Amazing. having a press car Amazing. every week. Amazing. I adore that car. I drove the absolute wheels off that thing. I kept it, for anyone listening, I kept it absolutely caked in oil. Um, That's a secret to wintering old cars. Yeah, like just caked, caked, caked in rust-proofing oil. Yeah. Um, and it's still clean. Um, but yeah, like, it had a decent, it's got a good heater, it's fine. Like, you didn't, people didn't need that years ago. You can make do without. Don't get me wrong, it's lovely. Oh, God, it's so nice. But you can make do without, and it's yeah. fine. Yeah, I mean, the 7 Series that you absolutely love, mm-hmm. Nick and I noticed that it had armrest heaters. It yes, ar- yeah, armrest on the center console and on the door. Yeah. Such a nice touch. That, like, I don't think anyone else does that. Correct me if I'm no, no, wrong. Mercedes I think Mercedes does. does. Mercedes, Mercedes does? Yeah. yeah, Mercedes does it. But does the car start? <laughs> it does when, yeah, when it's the other class did that we're comparing it to right um but yeah i so does that w- how much you got to pay to get a mercedes that starts yes yeah pretty wow. pretty much um the value is rough out there these days with wintering like when i was wintering the nsx or wintering some of these other cars that you shouldn't be wintering mm-hmm. so to speak um and you know, let's be clear. If there's like three feet of snow, I'm not going yeah, anywhere. Yeah. Like, well, well, even if there's um, three feet of snow and I have like a a forester in the garage or whatever, I'm I'm fucking staying home and yeah, yeah, and playing video games. Like fuck off. Yeah. So we're I mean we're talking about it's either dry outside or yeah. there's a little bit of fresh snow. Yeah. Like yeah. you're you're not yeah. Um, but I I actually had a lot of fun driving these cars in the cold. Yeah. You know, like they feel yeah. more powerful. Yeah. They're, 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 they're fun. They run really well. Um, the limits are lower. Yeah, so the most fun, fun I have had in my entire life is throwing like clapped out old BMWs around in like fresh snow. That is the absolute <laughs> most fun you can possibly have in a car. It's amazing. It's yeah. so much fun. <laughs> I did. Uh, yeah, I, I had some donut duty with the S two thousand. Yeah. Um, the Rav four for a for a twenty five year old automatic front wheel drive crossover ripped the fucking best handbrake turns in the snow <laughs> like honestly I, that little bastard was fun as fuck and it would not hesitate to kick out the back end with yeah. enough handbrake well yeah because i think it had like a two-foot wheelbase like, well yeah yeah, yeah. nothing to and rotate it yeah no assists i think it only had abs no stability traction or whatever uh just one yank on the handbrake and you're fucking power sliding around a corner in the fresh snow was great yeah these cars, these cars are fun um <laughs> I also remember when I had the NSX, uh, it was a bit of a snowstorm, nothing like too crazy. My brother calls me. He had a G37 at the time. Yep. Um, but he didn't have winters on it. Um, and he calls me and he's like, my car's stuck. Can you come help me? Mm-hmm. At the time, the NSX was the only car I had. Like, mm-hmm. I just, I put like all my eggs in one basket. Yes. Carpool. Right? This so, is the yeah. way to live. Yeah. So, um, so I'm like, all right, I'll, 
I'll come. I had mm-hmm. winters on the OEM 15 and 16 inch rims. Um, okay, actually, you're kind of all suddenly becoming my hero. <laughs> like, this is yeah. amazing. So then I drive down. It's in a court. It's like downhill. Yeah. So I drive down. The car goes down no problem. Obviously, there's tons of weight over the back wheels, right? Yeah. Go down, uh, like dig them out, mm-hmm. uh, and then drive back up and drive home. Like it was nothing. Really? Yeah. yeah I was, ass was pretty much a tow truck. Like marketing has everyone believing like, yo, you need all wheel drive. You need this and that yeah. and traction, everything else to survive a harsh Canadian winter. It's like, hey, yep. Toronto was not a harsh Canadian winter. Nope. Right. Fuck off. Yeah. Um, <laughs> two, like the best handling winter cars I've ever had are like of the top three, two of them are rear drive BMWs. Just because like the same things that makes them handle well and dry pavement makes them handle really well in the snow. It's good balance, good body control, excellent like controls and responses. Yeah. Limited slip differential for good traction, put Mm -hmm. some snowies on, you're golden. Like they're amazing. And the top is a sob because of course it was. Um, (laughs) I mean, I'd say like, like snow, snow tires. I, um, it's like I'm sponsored by s- snow tires in general because yeah. I will need them. Tell like every they're non-negotiable. Single, I don't them. care yeah. that you have a Range Rover or you have whatever. Yeah, get snow Snowies tires. Make such How a much does big tire pay you to say that? <laughs> <laughs> and then, um, yeah, it it just it makes all the difference in the world. Um, I will say, yeah, I think front wheel drive, rear wheel drive. Like no problem in the in the winter. People who are like, oh, it's like it's dangerous rear wheel drive. They no. just don't know how to drive, no, and mm-hmm. they don't have snow tires. Well, but I will say, having all wheel drive and yeah. snow tires, it's really nice. <laughs> it's just well, like, like there's a flip side. I think the biggest great. difference is that the limited slip you're in, having both tires yeah. being driven mechanically, it's such a huge difference. Yeah. Both my BMWs in the yeah. snow, amazing, amazing, incredible. When I got a Mercedes E55, which did not have a limited slip diff. It was just 400 foot pounds going through really? one tire. Open diff. Right. That's just the Ben's way. They're all open diffs. Jesus. Um, wow. And that car was an unmitigated dumpster fire in the snow. <laughs> like absolutely god awful, holy shit, atrocious, scary piece of shit. I cannot believe I made that thing through two winters. Bust or nothing. Right. Yup. Like, I, and don't get me wrong, I really liked that car. That car was fantastic. It, it was like, Possibly the best car I will ever have, knowing my taste in cars. Mm-hmm. It did everything well. It was decent on gas. It was reliable. It didn't ask a lot of me. It was comfy, spacious. It was fast. It looked great. Like I, I love, love, adored that car. Right. But holy fuck, it was bad in this stuff. <laughs> 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 it was his only vice. Well, I'm excited for my uh, my 328 Xi. Uh, should be golden. I all the, that'll all, be great. All this winter talk just makes me want to hibernate and play video games all winter, honestly. I'm, <laughs> video I'm games. To this. You've been trying to bring up video games for a, a few minutes now, Nick. You got something you want to say? <laughs> <laughs> it's been a while for me. I know, right? Yeah, yeah I, I miss it. I haven't touched, so what have, I, what have I been playing lately? I've been playing, well, I haven't been, been playing anything lately, but I usually, up until maybe about six months ago, I played GTA pretty a GTA Online pretty religiously and mostly for the cars. But like, I haven't touched it in like a long time. So, I just kind of lost interest in it. So let's keep it thematic. Right? Okay. We're not, it's not GTA a video has game podcast. Cars. It is good cars. But let's keep it thematic. What did y'all like, because I'm Southern now, what did y'all grow <laughs> y'all. up like playing as far as like racing games go? Because we all did. Like that was such a huge influence on all I think it's safe to say we all started with some sort of Need for Speed. Yeah. I just think I'm going to yeah. age myself a little bit because I started on Need for Speed 2 special edition oh i started um, you're older than me yeah then how did i start on need for speed one the first one 
The very first one. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe don't you had know. a computer you a or a Compaq computer or a console. Was ninety-five. Did, did you? Compi three eighty-six. <laughs> <laughs> Mister Moneybags over here had his own <laughs> had his own computer at six. <laughs> Let's be honest. It was the what, you did it? <laughs> yeah. No. It was. Um, Need for Speed 2 was the one for me. Like, yeah, I did, like, play the original, but that was, you know, at a cousin's place yeah. or friend's house. and um, But my own actual CD-ROM that I owned yeah. was need for Need for Speed 2. That's sick. Yeah. My first one was also Need for Speed. It was high stakes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It came mm-hmm. with a sound card that my dad got to play, I don't know, to do music things. Oh. Um, and it came with three games, and one of them was Need for Speed High Stakes. And I was eight years old, and from there, it's just off the rails. We're yeah. done. Like this is what I'm doing now. Yeah, this is my life. I still remember. Like I can list. We did this a couple months ago. I can list those. I want to say eighteen, nineteen cars off the top of my head. And do you remember in was it high stakes as well? Where not like not only did they have like individual videos of each one of the cars, they had yeah, there was an like audio little, voiceover, an audio voiceover like breakdown of like yeah. what the car was about and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like yeah, it was so cool. Yeah, I love that. Like shit. it was, was like pouring yeah. over every detail. Yeah, like, shit was like, the best. yeah, like, it was made by car guys. Yeah, like it, it just it's it so must. You know, they consulted yeah. someone. Yeah, you know? it also taught me that I actually really like electronic music. That shit's great. <laughs> <laughs> you remember that old electronic arts uh, start oh, yeah. that would oh, always man. happen? The digitized remember when, kind remember of. Remember when EA was electronic yeah. arts and they made good games? Yeah. Oh man. Ooh. Yeah, and then I, I played. Uh, Porsche Unleashed quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Porsche Unleashed was, that was good. probably like the best, technically most competent Need for Speed ever created. The, the, that was the closest thing, that was the closest Need for Speed has ever gotten to a proper sim. Yeah. Yeah. Um, apparently I, I adored never, that. I played yeah. the shit out of that. Yeah, and I remember like you could do these uh, like, what do you call it, driver kind of courses. Yeah, like the test driver like, missions. Yeah, 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 test driver yeah, stuff best, and you'd yeah. like... Yeah, I remember. It was so frustrating. It was. It really was. I love that stuff. I love, like, the time attack. I'm one of those, like, sick perverts who also <laughs> love the license test in Gran Turismo, which is what I want uh-huh. to do next. I love that shit. <laughs> Just, like, go out. Okay, you have a minute and four seconds to set this lap time, and you set out a lap, and it's a minute and ten. You're like, how? How? I'm six seconds off pace. How am I going to do this? And then you sit down and grind it out, it's and it's better, so better. satisfying. Yeah. I, like, I, oh, I, oh, I love that shit. It's so good. I replayed Gran Turismo 2 like a couple years ago and it was the same thing. Like, how am I going to do this? Like, what? And ah, I love it. It's all came so back. So good, yeah. Nice. Yeah. What what view would you guys use? The interior? Through? I always did the uh, rear helicopter view. Yeah, helicopter. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Like, if there's like a good in-car, I'll do that because there wasn't until like recently. Yeah, yeah. Um, in-car always tripped me up. No, I love, I love, I loved in car. The, the bumper cam or yeah. the bumper cam. Yeah. Okay, yeah. If there's a good in car, I'll do in that. I'll do that. But like, typically helicopter cam. Yeah. yeah. When okay. I when I got like a wheel and started getting like serious about it, I, I went to bumper cam because it was a little bit faster. Yeah. Um, yeah. I um I used to have a wheel. I had the uh, one of the fanatic ones. Look at you, Mister Moneybags, with his <laughs> uh, <laughs> sim wheel. I wasn't six years old it's, with it's my own computer. <laughs> oh, I'm leaving. <laughs> Turn my mic off. <laughs> um, yeah, but I finally I had a whole rig and I just I've had it twice now and I've never used it enough. Like mm-hmm. I, when then I kick myself whenever I get rid of it. Yeah. And then, but then whenever I get it, I'm 
life just gets in the way. And I know that some of these guys, like my friends and stuff, like they yeah, they get like way into they're it. religious with it. Keyboard gang rise up. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah? Key's son. No. WSAD. Yeah. WSAD. No. 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 I got. Was it? I was twelve. I got like was a Mad Cats whatever. Oh, Mad Cats. Yeah. yeah. Like the little like the white like the the light gray and red plastic Mad Cats wheel, and like I got it because I needed it because it had the little sequential shifter on the side. Like I need (laughs) it so I could live out my fantasies harder. Um, yeah. For playing Need for Speed High's Hot Pursuit 2, which was, what, 15 out of 10? Like, amazing, stupid racing game. Yeah. 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 Just before Need for Speed went to shit. Yeah. No. Although, cause, no, because Un- Underground was after that, and that was solid. Yeah, Underground Underground was cool. Yeah. And then Underground 2 was solider. Underground 2. Just making up words left and right. Here <laughs> right. Underground 2 and Most Wanted were, are probably my favorites of their contemporary titles. Ever since then, they're... Like it's more missed than hit. Like so, I, I enjoyed playing the run because it kind of captured like the spirit of the old Need for Speeds a little better oh, yeah? than, uh, than the old ones, uh, than the other new ones. But like everything else, like Heat, Unbound, uh, never really. It it just I I managed to get through like maybe a quarter of Heat and then I, I put it down. Never missed it. I haven't touched never one since it. since Underground. Too. Yeah, like are they still? There was Shift also. Wasn't Need for Speed Shift supposed to be pretty good in terms of... Supposedly, but, but like I I, played it. I tried to put it down, never never picked it back up again. I I, so, do they... Is there, like... Is Need for Speed still alive? Yeah, they yeah. they came out with one, like, a couple months ago. Called? Or a new title, uh, Unbound. Oh, that's, that's Unbound? Right. Yeah. Forza homies in the house? Any Forza fans? I've always been a PlayStation slash PC guy. I have nothing against it, but... Are you on Forza? There was a Are while. On, there, there was a while like, yeah. where Forza, because like Gran Turismo kind of fell off for me. There was like such a gigantic five hundred year chasm between yep. Gran Turismo four and five. Yeah, and like five wasn't great, and then six was also not great. Um, and Forza kind of stepped in. So like two t- to date is one of my favorite yep. racing games ever, and then three was okay. Four was amazing. I actually still fire that up once in a yeah. while. I liked um, everything up to number four. Yeah, uh, kind of lost interest in it after all because like with every subsequent title it just felt more of the same yeah like but, you but, still had but worse they're getting away from simi more arcade yeah I, I haven't played a good racing game save for a set of corsa in the last 10 years are you guys talking about forza or forza horizon horizon's also forza good. motorsport okay. i was talking about motorsport but on that topic like horizon Four, the one set in England, like great. I actually love this shit. Out of yeah, that was like a super fun pandemic. So Horizon, I don't think I've actually ever ever played it, but it's the one where you can like drive. It's just open world. Like it's you're like, you're plunking yeah. like this like car bit. racing festival thing, which okay. is a super corny, dumb concept, but yeah. it kind of works. And yeah, you just go play in whatever the setting is. So like the first one was Colorado, and then I think like Paris, and then Australia. And, and it's then, pretty detailed. Like yeah, it's like, actually detailed, terrific. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. You're just like around driving around the streets of Paris, kind of thing. Yeah. That's kind of cool. Yeah, it kind of, it kind of lost me after the first. Sorry, after the second one because because with the first two you kind of had to pull a Drake and start from and start from the bottom and then you and then you're there. Okay. Uh, but like the at, after Horizon Three, that kind of gave you everything at once, and mm-hmm. that just lost the challenge for me. Like I don't. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You don't. Re- was okay you don't really work that. up to everything. Yeah, because I, I had the same thing. Like one was good and then two and three were like mm, thanks trying too hard to be too cool with the stupid music fest thing four kind of like 
for me at least reset it and then five lost it again yeah so five i'm very, I'm very finicky about this show is five the latest like five yeah five's the latest one yeah and it yeah. was just released or yeah. yeah uh two i actually don't know anymore i want to say two years ago oh, okay like is it's fairly six, recent is it yeah. six yeah it's a cool setting it's set in mexico like it's 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 Ooh. a really cool setting yeah. it's just i just didn't love it well the next forza motorsport is coming out maybe within the next half year yeah it's that's supposed, that's supposed it's to be coming, coming soon, soon yeah I have little faith, honestly. Turn 10 is, like, super lost the page in my books. Like, it used to be, like, excellent racing and, like, really simmy-based, and now it's it's kind of falling off for me. It's, like, they're so built into, like, the performance bracket thing. And Gran yeah. Turismo's doing the same. I just, I got no time for it. Oh, what, what the only one I play anymore is a set of Corsa or, if I, or, or Gran Turismo 2 because I'm old. Yep. What was that other one that came out um, a few years ago? I think there's two of them, but... Um there was like a Gran Turismo competitor. Project Cars. Project oh cars. yeah, yeah. I played the first played. one. I try that. I can never get the hit. I can never get the hang of that. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't mind it. Um, but yeah, that I think they're dead too. <laughs> I don't know if there's. I haven't seen anything from Project Cars in a while. Yeah. I honestly, I had an absolute blast replaying the first Need for Speed Most Wanted and Underground Two. Like that was such a nostalgic I should, trip. I should go to back to those. Yeah. Uh, even like the car customization in Most Wanted, frankly, sucked. But in terms of like, like everything between the soundtrack, the yeah. the cops, uh, the the variety of races, even even the storyline didn't suck. Um, and it was all just just really fun to like relive all that shit again. And he actually had a pretty good car list too. It was like. You, you maybe have like what, 30, 32 cars, but they're it's quality over yeah over, yeah over quantity in uh in in the first most wanted. No man, Grand Turismo two five hundred sixty cars, one hundred <laughs> Nissans. Baby, yeah. let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're talking about nostalgic. Uh, this just popped up into my head. Midnight Club. Does anybody remember that? Oh, I think I only played. Buddy. I think I played L A. Like as a rental term for like four days. Yeah, I, no, I loved it. I, I, yeah. I, I picked that, that up again too. Yeah, yeah, I, I picked it up again as well. I remember That's, I used to play that. That was very much. Uh, we would. Uh, it was on PC. I think we were playing. Yeah, and uh, yeah, me and a couple of buddies like we we'd play online. Mm-hmm. Uh, Those Rockstar made games. games that weren't GTA online. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That game was fun. Apparently, they were. Apparently, they were working on another Midnight Club title. But it just got shelved because GTA Online turned into such a cash cow, and they just uh, rolled everything into like an automotive yeah. update. Oh, I got another. I got one more. Um, Twisted Metal. I don't remember. I that. never played. No. Oh, the see, I'm aging myself. No, nope. I, I remember that. I just like I was like when I got a PlayStation when I was like nine, ten. Like it was Gran Turismo. That's yeah. it. Done. Set. Not think about anything else <laughs> for years. So Twisted Metal played on PC. It's not a racing game, but yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, play Burnout? Burnout was awesome. Yes, Burnout like Burnout Three Burnout was, was fucking so much fun. fun. Yeah, like they were yeah. like they were so good. They were so arcadey and dumb, but like yeah. they leaned into the mechanics really well. That shit yeah. was fun. Like that's why it's fun because it's dumb. Yeah, you just crash and you crash. drift How to go that? faster. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> How is that not fun? <laughs> is there NOS too? Yes. Yeah, you drift to build it up. It's fucking great. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> it's lost art. Yeah. That's but great, like yeah. it had a solid driving mechanic behind it too. Like it wasn't just brake stuff. Like it was actually like it could be a, a tight, solid racing game, and also dumb. It was good. 
Yeah. All right. All right. I gotta. I gotta uh, fire out my PS5 and uh, see what's on there. Oh, Mr. Fancy PS5. You got a PS5? Yeah, what, what do you guys have? I have a Compi 386. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's one from when he was sick? Yeah. yeah I just told you I, like, a couple months ago. I'm crying in my Xbox One. Okay. What do you want, Nick? What do you want, Nathan? I actually just PC these days. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So, like, over the, over the pandemic, I, I bought a rig and, like, used it to play a set of Corsa and like, yeah. kind of got back into sim racing. It was actually a lot of fun. All right. Well, with crossover season, I feel like we'll probably bust out some of these video games. That would be the time to do it, yeah. For sure. It's not going to be crossover season next week. What do we got next week? So, uh, actually, we got a pretty well-fleshed-out week. Um, John's in the Mercedes-AMG C43, uh, which is, um, mm-hmm. I believe it's PHEV now. PHEV for C43 as well? Is, is it a PHEV yeah. or just a HEV? You're right. I think it's just a have. I think they're all heads. Uh, for those who for those who don't know, uh, we are being idiots and we are pronouncing uh, just letters as they come up. So have means hybrid electric vehicle. Uh, but but no, I'm pretty sure it's a uh, hybrid. You're right, uh, four cylinder hybrid. Sad because oh the six cylinder was good. Um, what else we got? We got uh, Imran's in the Corsair, which you will be surprised at. Actually, yeah, I'm actually looking it's delightful. Yeah, looking forward to comparing it to the Envision. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rush is in the accurate TLX Type S. We all um, like those; those are good. Surprisingly good. That yeah. really reminded me of the uh, the uh, the the accurate TL Type S. Yeah, they're very good. Acura's oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nate Dog, you're in the X5 M Comp. Oh, a oh. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> I'm sure Nathan's complaining. And uh, I think I drew the short end of the stick. I'm in the Mercedes EQE. SUV. You know what? I like the EQE car that I had. That was good. I think it was good. It was goodish. It was pretty good. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it nearly as much as I hate other Benzes. Open mind. We have to. Yeah, you had to keep an open mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, should be be adequate. Yeah, it'll be a good week. I can't wait. I'm. I am setting up myself for failure. (laughs) (laughs) Very good. Let's just hope it starts up. And on that bombshell, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Um, You can. you can keep tabs on our adventures on socials at doubleclutch.ca. Um, we'll see you next week, boys. Have a good one. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. Take it easy.